This is Pod Forsaken. Hey everyone, welcome to Pod Forsaken. I'm Rodney Altman. I'm Missy Levin. And I'm Chris Sachs. And we're a horror movie podcast where we talk about horror movies you probably haven't seen. This week, we're talking about 2012's Here Comes the Devil, sticking with our our devil theme we've been doing recently. Before we do that, though, we always talk about briefly what we're going to do in the next episode. And Missy picked uh, next week's episode. So what are we doing, Missy? So next week, we're going to do The Devil's Candy, which I I have seen, but um, you guys, both of you haven't seen it, right? Correct. I have not seen it. No. So uh, this is... I, you know, obviously like it since I'm picking it, but it's the same director as one of my top 10 of the decade picks, The Loved Ones. Um, I wouldn't say as good as The Loved Ones, but it's very good. And I think we're going to enjoy it. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I look, I loved The lo- I loved the Loved Ones, I would say. <laughs> um, and Chris, I don't think you've seen that one either, right? No. Dude, The Loved Ones is is stellar. I rec- like highly recommend that to everyone. And so I've been aware of The Devil's Candy, Missy. It's just been on my list, but much like everything we watched i never got around to it you know Mm -hmm. so i'm excited i have no idea what it's about none um perfect so i'm excited to just watch it blind you know but we'll just we'll just keep the devil train running and as i said uh it seems endless like i feel like we could keep this up (laughs) as long as we want turns out turns out there are a lot of horror movies with the word (laughs) devil in the title (laughs) and like if we have to yeah we can expand into other genres like you know the devil wears prada and so forth yeah i was wondering for going forward there's a lot of things in my queue with satan in the title does that count mm, that feels uh, like... alphabetically that's a few letters down yeah it okay. just doesn't it doesn't feel right to okay. you know yeah that's the christian devil wouldn't want to <laughs> isolate our audience yeah i don't i don't want to i don't that's a very specific name you know <laughs> mm, yeah that's true okay fair what about if a movie has devil in the title when translated are we open to that uh, yes, but so I long as it so. doesn't translate to Satan as well. Yeah, okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I don't actually have a specific movie in mind for that question. I was just asking. <laughs> so, but yeah, I've been asking, uh, you know, I've been asking listeners and strangers on the street, like, hey, do you recommend any, <laughs> do you recommend any movies with devil in the title for our, for our <laughs> podcast? <laughs> and, and it's amazing how many people will just stop and talk to me for 30 minutes on the subject. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Um, but this week, we're doing Here Comes the Devil, which, like I said, is from 2012. It's from Mexico. And this film was recommended uh, by by a fan and a fellow uh, podcaster, uh, a, a friend of mine named Andy Sell, who hosts uh, a podcast named Ghoul School. Missy, are you familiar with I'm of familiar this? with... That's not who I was thinking of last week. <laughs> I know. La- last yeah. week I said Andy, and you just assumed I was talking about a totally different person. I did. I did. I- I'm familiar because you've told me about this uh, podcast and and person. I mean, and I'm I subscribe to that Facebook group. So I, yes, I wanna I wanna give a, a Chris. I assume you're not familiar with Google School, correct? Uh, no. So. I'm going to I I Chris I highly recommend Ghoul School not only to you but to all of our listeners as long as you don't leave our podcast for them. But <laughs> Ghoul School I, I'm actually going to go listen right now. So Andy uh Andy hosts this and it's um basically each episode he takes like one or two horror movies and like like a genre of it and then does the most in-depth history lesson on like the history of that movie and the genre leading up to it that you've ever heard. Like Oh, that's cool. It might be again a little asterisk. I've not listened to every podcast that exists, but it might be the most well-researched horror like like podcast out there. But I was talking to Andy about about our devil streak, and he was like, "You guys got to do Here Comes the Devil," and I was like, "All right, let's fucking do it." Uh, I had heard of this movie. 
it was on, you know, like in the back of my mind list, but I kind of forgot it existed. So I don't know. I was excited to watch it. We watched it. General impressions just before we, you know, before we talk spoilers and plot. What do you think? I thought it was good. I, I see it has one of those titles that just blends in with 4,000 other titles I've heard. Yeah, especially, so, especially when every week we do a devil title. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's getting straight up confusing what things are called, but, um, I enjoyed it. I'm I'm glad he picked it, and I think we'll have fun talking about it. Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. I thought there was a lot of interesting choices. I like half of it, and I disliked half of it. Yep, I I kind of I'm kind of with you, Chris. So little bit about it, right? It's it was written and directed by Adrian Garcia Bagliano, who is from Spain. But this film was is a it is a Mexican film. Is is that correct? Anyone want to correct me on that? That sounds right. Okay, yeah, it sounds right to me, too. That's what the internet says. Don't get mad at me. (laughs) (laughs) And so this actually played at Fantastic Fest in Austin uh, in 2012, and it won, like, best best movie that year, as well as best script, best director, best actor, best actress. Um, Wow. So... That's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, best I, look. I've never been to Fantastic Fest, but I hear it's awesome, and it's it's sort of like my understanding is it's the premier film festival for like you know genre content. Like you're looking for like you want to watch horror movies, you go to Fantastic Fest. Hmm. And so you know, look, I didn't see all. I don't even know what it was up against, so hard to say. Do I feel like it was worthy of winning something? Yeah, I liked it enough to say like there was a lot of good to this movie, but there were it's a little it's a little vague at times and. I can't say that I really liked the the cinematography of it. Like, you know, that I will agree with. I was wondering, uh, do we know the budget on this? I think they spent like two hundred million. What? No, they yeah, didn't. Yeah. yeah, with all the special really? effects. Oh, like the floating kid and stuff. I guess. Yeah, I th- the cinematography was janky. Like it was. <laughs> no, this is definitely sub one million or somewhere around there. I like that. <laughs> I like that Missy is just so Missy. Don't ever get into a car with a stranger, no matter how much candy they have. <laughs> That's, t- that's a tough ask, but okay. <laughs> it goes to kind of show you that Missy's concept of what $200 million is is really out of whack with reality, right? Well, like, when it comes to film, like, it's just, it's all out of, like, uh, just crazy numbers to me. So I just, I don't know. <laughs> um, this this movie looks like, yeah, if they spent a million dollars on it, I would be really shocked. It looks inc- not incredibly low budget, but it's very low budget. Yeah. Um, and, but. But I felt like they still had some effective sequences, which we'll talk about as we go through the whole the whole thing. So, uh, you know, we'll, we're going to we will try not to spoil it up to a point. But obviously, we're going to talk about the whole thing. We'll give you a spoiler warning when we get there. But uh, why don't we why don't we just talk about the movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So movie opened, I thought, very promisingly. Right. It's just like it, it, it opens on like a kind of an out of focus shot of two people like having sex and like, you know, they're. As as the the credits play, like it starts slowly focusing in, and you realize this is like a lesbian couple, and it was a pretty. I'm not like it certainly wasn't like blue is the warmest color graphic, but like it was a pretty graphic opening sex scene. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. And that that that's one of the things that I kind of like about the movie is I feel like the way throughout the movie with that opening, it it, it is. Like, there is an element of, like, sort of sensuousness that's, like, also butting up against, like, sleaziness. So it's like, yeah. yeah. I, I, I know what you're saying. And, like, I think I read um, on on the internet uh, that 
he was inspired by like the films of the 70s and 80s. And I oh, think, that's yeah. cool. And so I thought, I kind of thought, Missy, maybe you would respond to that a bit more. But again, it's not actually an Italian film. So maybe that's why you yeah. hated it. I responded to the, this, this, there's a few specific scenes that are like very gory. And I responded very well to those. Hmm. Very well. This at the the end of this opening scene, and then a scene like halfway through the movie that were just like kind of almost out of place with the rest of the movie, but I loved them, and those were very inspired by those movies. I think. So, Missy, did you remember the opening ten minutes of this movie since it was a, a Not graphic sex scene? Until you started talking about it, <laughs> I was like, "Please, Rodney, just don't ask me today." But once you started talking about it, 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 it was ringing a bell, and yes, I and I remember. How it, how it ended. So af- <laughs> after watching that opening 10 times in a row, I then watched the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I will say what what's a I mean, what's a little weird is that like it lingers on this this couple for a long time because like they finish having sex and they're like laying in bed. And I sort of got the impression that like the one of the women, it's sort of like her first time being with another woman or she's not sure if she's because like the girl asks her like how do you feel now and she's yeah, like it seemed like they were friends and she like decided to like one of them is definitely a lesbian and the other one decided to try this out right and and i think what's a little odd is that it spends so much time with them mm-hmm. that it, it kind of feels like these are at least one of them is going to be the the main character of the movie right exactly it's quite a while yeah. now again you could argue that like yo, they do that with Drew Barrymore in Scream and like, you know, fuck you, you're wrong, right? And I mm-hmm. guess that's I guess that's just what they're going for. And again, when I say they, I specifically mean Adrian Garcia Bagliano <laughs> because he wrote and directed it. So, you know, while they're like in bed, I think there's like a knock at the door Am I, or they hear a noise downstairs. There, yeah, and, and the one that like is this is her first time is like, I don't want anyone to know I'm here. Can you please like make sure no one knows I'm here? So... The, the person whose house it is, like, goes down to see what's going on. Right. And she goes down and she's like, I definitely didn't just have lesbian sex up here. I'm all alone. <laughs> Whoever you are, you should get out of here. <laughs> and he knows that he she's lying to him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, I, I can. Yeah, I got no joke here. <laughs> um, but the, the, the main girl, she, after a little while, like, is like, uh, why didn't my lover come back? So she, like, goes downstairs and sees that there is, like, a madman. Honey? Honey, are you preparing a steak for me? You don't have to do that. It's really late. <laughs> and the there's like a madman who's like, he's like beaten her up a bit and is like pinned her to the ground. And he like has this giant machete and he chops off her fingers, right? Yeah. And and then I just felt like this whole this whole opening got a little confusing. Like like she chases him off uh, and then she, she whacks yeah, she him in the him. head. That's right. It doesn't right. seem like it should be bad enough to like hurt him to the point where he's like giving up but it gets it gets very graphic very quickly like we he has like all of her fingers in his hand yeah um, i mean the, the well, shot he, of him like chopping off her fingers was pretty cool yeah it was very cool like yeah, it just, it just escalates and, very quickly he takes a machete and cuts off her like middle to pinky finger on her hand but like so basically yeah she hits him with like i don't know a statue or whatever and he runs out the front door and after that moment you never see either of these women again Right. Mm-hmm. Like they are just gone from the movie. Yeah. Um, but they, they talk about like his face and that'll be important later. I yes. Guess. Yeah. During this during the sequence, you never see this guy's face. It's always like shot from, the you know, like the neck down or from behind mm-hmm. him. But then it cuts. It's like now broad daylight. And this we assume it's the same dude. Right. It's like running. Yeah, that's a dude. OK. Yeah. And he's like 
he's like running up this like rocky hillside, right? Kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And he like trips and drops like his picnic basket full of severed fingers. <laughs> oh, you got your severed fingers in my chocolate. <laughs> I dropped all my lady fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think this is one of the things I didn't understand. Is this like a, is this a whole melange of different fingers? Or yeah. Yeah. Because she still had, that was more fingers than she had. That's what I'm saying. He only chopped off like at max. Okay. That's one of the things I was confused about. I didn't know if. Yeah. Well, we learned later that he was a serial killer. Yes. And this was his last victim. Yeah. Right. Um, But they say also, which was like very confusing that, oh, like his last victim injured him enough that there's no way he could have survived. Like he was like bonked on the head. Yeah. These, the police weren't great. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I'm like there was one detective in this movie who like half tries, and I was like, okay, at least that points for effort, right? Yeah. So, so then we meet our main character. Oh wait, the... he he trips and drops his fingers, oh, and then right. and then and it just fades out. He like strips off and runs into the hills. Right. He's just the last time we see this guy is he's either running away or he's like laying on the ground. I don't remember, but it seems like he's going like running into the mountain. Um, and he's covered in blood, like the, his victim's blood. Right. And and again, like, he will be a little important later in this story. But for the most part, you can forget this whole opening scene happens because it's not really important. The real movie begins uh, in, in the next in the next scene, right, where we meet who? Uh, family. We meet the family. <laughs> and the family is a mom, dad, daughter, son, right? Mm-hmm. And like, son's like what? Like 10, daughter's like 13, Yes. Yeah, somewhere around They're there. They're at like the beach together and the mom and dad are off in one part, the kids are off in the other part, and there's a the scene where the 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 son runs over and says that the sister is hurt and she's sort of bleeding. He's like, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. And they run over and she's just gotten her period for the first time. So Oh, is that what that was? Are you serious? You didn't understand? What? I th- I thought he like stabbed her. <laughs> Are you serious? Are you? No. Oh. <laughs> Missy, right. I don't know. What's a period? I, you can look it up after the show. I'm not. It costs, it costs $200 million over your lifetime. <laughs> they, put, they put all the budget into this one shot. Yeah. So, yeah, she gets her period at the beach and, like, uh, mom takes her into, like, a, a gas station bathroom to, like, you know, teach her about putting a pad on or whatever. And meanwhile, dad is like waiting outside with son and he's like telling him the facts of life, you know? And I thought this was, this was a good way to meet the family. Like I, I I felt like they were real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, look, I, I don't know. I like, I was unclear on, like, I guess my thinking is when your daughter is getting to a certain age, don't you just tell her like, hey, just so you know, be prepared. A period's going to show up one day, right? I would hope so, because that seems very traumatizing for a child. Because it's, like, uh, like, it's not like there's like a 50-50 chance. Like, it's going to happen. So, like, yeah. probably yeah. should best be prepared. Uh, yeah. But this, this mom clearly uh, felt like she would just kind of put it off until the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't seem like the best parents. No, mm. they really – They it's not that they're, like, bad, but they don't seem like the best parents either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she uh, basically takes the um, uh, uh, soiled panties and uh, Wait, puts them on the again. counter. I know people – I know there's a lot of listeners who love the phrase soiled panties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of the most delicate way, and it came out worse. Uh, <laughs> it did. <laughs> she, takes, she takes her daughter's panties and, like, puts them on the counter, and then, like, the doors open. I don't know how this bathroom works, but then, like, this, like, moving guy, it, like, walks by and, like, leers at the, the blood-stained panties. Like long, greasy, dark hair and like a yeah. Nose you're like that guy's like... a pervert. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. To me, he looked like 
like long haired Mexican Pee Wee Herman. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, that's not bad. Like, like yeah. well, he kind of he kind of looked like like in the movie Blow, where where Paul Rubens plays like a coke dealer. Like, he looked like him to me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's just like leering at these like bloody panties, and Mom sees him in the mirror and basically is like, "What the fuck?" And the dude like runs off. Um. And whatever they you know they patch up the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and then and, the uh, kids are like, "We want to go for a hike alone into the woods, into the f- mountain." Yeah, yeah. For I I totally like they're dying to. They're like, oh my god, we we're so dying to go up. But they keep saying the hill, and the way I I guess I was interpreting it as like this is their favorite hill to go up or something. Yeah, like they go to this hill all the time. Yeah, you. So that's it. Sounded that way to you too, right? It did. It did sound that way to me. Yes. Because the because mom says to dad like the kids want to go up to the hill, right? And they're and they're like, like, oh, we do this every weekend. Uh, Come on. (laughs) Right. And so, okay, kids, like, go have fun. She's like, no more than an hour and a half, right? Because, like, yeah. we, we got to get home. But I also, uh, like... How, it, how are your kids doing? They're good. They're just getting to that phase where they have their favorite hill. Oh, I know. <laughs> they just want to go walk up that hill every day. Um, so, yeah. I, and I also got, like, the feeling at first that, like, they're, like, very far from home. Like, they're on vacation at yes. the beach yeah. or something. So how which, would they know about this hill? Right, which made me think that, like, this is their favorite beach and they go there frequently, right? But, like, maybe it's, like, 45 minutes away. It's unclear. But it it couldn't be too far because they drive back and forth to the hill frequently throughout the movie, you know? That's true. This hill is a big part of the plot. That's why we're landing on it so much. (laughs) Yeah, which it's also the same hill where the serial killer disappeared in the beginning. Oh, yes, very Mm -hmm. true. That's Um, true. And so they're they're like, sure, kids, go, go up the hill and... And then mom and dad are like, we'll wait in the car. And and dad's like, hey, maybe we should like fool around. And because like we haven't fooled around for a while. And mom's like, uh, we're in like a fucking gas station parking lot, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, and I just saw some creepo perving on my daughter's panties. And my daughter just got her period. I'm in the mood. Um, <laughs> but but I got to say, dad does a good job of turning it around. Like he 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 pulls out his his charms yeah. and like. He, he, you know, thus proceeds yet another. This movie has a lot of like erotic sequences. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think those are handled well. I think those are interesting. And like, I, I liked this sequence. I thought it was well acted. I thought it, I thought it was a cool little, like very visceral moment. Cause they basically are like talking about their own, like first experiences with sex. Yeah. And it, yeah, it was like very, it felt very authentic, I guess. Missy, anything yeah. to say? Um, it wasn't like cheesy. Like, which I, like, you know, I appreciated. Like, I think they did a good job of seeming like real people. Yeah, they felt like a real married couple. And I think the scene, it, it was effective because, like, it gets across that, like, because they're parents. And she, mom says, like, we never have time anymore because the kids are always around. And dad's like, well, they're not around now. Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> but there's that gas station attendant staring at us. <laughs> but, yeah, I got the sense, like, they, they, they've been having some marital problems. But they still love each other because they're getting into it, you know. And so I don't know. I I like a good sleazy erotic scene. Like like that could have just been the whole movie from my from my point of view. <laughs> but <laughs> and and the movie does deliver on on multiple scenes of which we'll we'll cover in this in this vein. But it, they they basically like you know they fool around in the car and then does it just cut to later? It's like now getting, they it's... they fell asleep afterwards and so they wake yeah. up and it's like. It's like after well, sunset. Let's, let's and be like, clear, though. Like he he just made her orgasm with his hand, and like it's intercut with the kids like going up the hill, right? And then it's it's just like he passes out too. I could understand her passing out. Yeah. Why does he pass out? 
because because it was such a workout for his hand. Yeah, my forearms are killing me. <laughs> He's got severe carpal tunnel. It's, yeah. it's debilitating. I know it's awful. I can't be a, an accountant anymore. <laughs> no, we actually never get into what they do. Yeah, and so like then they just pass out, and then they like wake up like way later, like maybe two or three hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clearly longer than the kids are supposed to be gone. Yeah. And then they're just like in the gas station. And again, like this is the stuff that I like and I also have trouble with. Like the first shot I remember is it cuts to them and it's like one of those like alley like uh, in stores where they have like the security mirrors where you can look and it shows you an angle that you can't see. And it's like it's shot with them, the parents, like looking troubled and drinking coffee. And I'm like, oh, that that's cool. Like that feels interesting. And then it just like – the the dad like walks out to the hill and is just screaming their names into darkness and then the mom is sitting at the gas station alone and then like the judd crandall type uh, yes uh, yes uh, fucking uh cashier like the the gas station attendant comes out and he's like them hills are haunted and it's like (laughs) why are you saying this yeah i it's like first of all like he i mean i guess he knows that she's looking for her kids who went up the hill but you're right i immediately thought judd crandall this guy comes out he's basically like he might as well be like like cleaning his glasses and and he's like i you don't want to go up into them hills like serial killer was up there up there I was just—I'm looking for my kids. Ah, pet cemetery up in them hills. <laughs> they say there's—they say there's demons up there, and they take over your body. They use it as a shell, and they walk around. Have you seen my kid? Oh, I haven't. But the, those hills—did I mention the hills? They're really dangerous. I wouldn't go up there if I were you. We also have a special on those rotating hamburgers. I mean, hot dogs. <laughs> rotating hamburger. I, I put, put hamburger fucking... meat on it. My boss is real upset. <laughs> No, the the long ones go on the long buns. The round ones on the round buns. Oh, I, I keep, it's so confusing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like again, like Mister Exposition, uh, uh, gas station attendant comes out, and I uh, this is this sequence was uh, the first time where I was like, ooh, what's happening here? Yep, yep. Because I feel like if this is your kid's favorite hill, <laughs> like it's yeah. not like there was like. Everything's falling apart about the... (laughs) Yeah, like, if there was, like, a huge... There wasn't, like, a huge mountain range, right? Like, maybe there is, but all we see is one hill. So go up into the fucking hill and look for your kids. Yeah, this seems like one option. Just go to that one place. Right. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, the dad does take the car and, like... He doesn't go into the hill, though. He goes in front of the hill and yells for them. Yeah, that's true. He does not, to my memory, walk up the hill. No. Um, He's like, I I tried hard enough. You know, I don't know. And, and like, you know, for those who didn't watch the movie, like it like it like it's by hill. It's a little hard to describe, but definitely it's like a rocky. It's like a smaller mountain, I would say. Like you can walk up it, but like you're climbing like, you know, a little bit. Yeah, it, it's like looks like the kind of thing you could you could easily trip and hurt yourself. You know, it's not just like a grassy knoll type thing. But you're right. Uh, Dad just like, like, it's dark. I'm not going up there. Like, do you, <laughs> do you hear the gas station attendant? There's like it's like cursed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then and then the other important thing is that uh, dad, there's this truck that passes by, a distinctive red truck, right? Uh, but like that, that was around. Yeah, it just kind of drives by the mountain while he's up there yelling for his kids, or down there yelling for his kids, yeah. and then he goes back to the gas station, and like now, I guess they called the cops, and the cops have yeah, shown and up. Yeah, detective mustache shows up. Yes, and detective mustache, I think is is pretty great. He's 
he 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 he's really phoning it in like in terms of <laughs> i don't i don't like being a detective but they pay me <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's basically like hey guys look like it's dark we we don't what are we gonna do find flashlights we ain't got flashlights no, like, we'll wait till morning just everyone go to sleep yeah. get a good night's sleep i know your two young children are missing window, the most important window in a, in a missing child scenario is the first 24 hours <laughs> so everybody go home and take a nap yeah. yes chris but everyone knows that the first 12 of those 24 hours are unimportant it's important yeah. that it's our 13 through 24 where you really search for people. right that's where you find them because <laughs> yeah. you didn't search it all in the first 12 hours <laughs> yeah i was like i'm sorry what you're just like you're just not gonna go you just literally just gonna assume assuming they fell and hurt themselves we're just go home for the night we'll start in the morning like that's your fucking plan yeah look we, we got a standard 127 hours uh, experience here uh your kids are definitely trapped under a rock we're not gonna find them for three days <laughs> Um, but like, I get that the cops might say that, but it was really weird that both parents are just like, okay, like they're not going to also be like, let's buy some flashlights and go look for like your fucking kids are missing. You know, I think that you we're absolutely right in everything we're saying, but this movie is better than we're making it sound. We're making it sound real dumb. It's and it not. <laughs> there are elements that are really cool, but there are a number of scenes that are like, excuse me. Well, this is all correct that these are all like stupid things, but like. It's still like it's still decent. Look, yeah, look, I, look, listener, you probably have stupid friends. You still <laughs> like them even though they're stupid. <laughs> That's true. That's very there, true. I, I think this movie has unfortunately a lot of like people do it doing stupid things. Yes. But it does have like a really good, like creepy atmosphere. Yep. And it and it certainly made me uneasy at mul multiple sequences. So I, I agree. We are harping on the stupidity of these scenes, but but these are stupid scenes. They well, are, they are they're, better they're, parts. Yeah, yeah, there are. And again, I I briefly mentioned it, but like the way it's shot is 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 painful. It, it just feels like yeah. it's like a very mediocre digital camera that like it felt like it was all shot with natural lighting. Um, it's very, like, very shuttery at times. Like it's like. It kind of goes like if if they're trying to like focus in closer, it just like shakes to get closer, oh. further away. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a, there's multiple sequences where or scenes where like the director just is, like kind of does like a like a Snap zoom, zoom in. Yeah, and I don't know that again. If if he's saying it, he was inspired by the films of the '70s, maybe he's just yeah. trying to recreate that. You know, a absolutely. And there's there's a number of I don't know if they actually are, but they look like diopter shots where you yep. have somebody in the foreground, like really extreme close up, and somebody in the background in one frame. Uh, there's so there's a lot of homages to like Grindhouse or like '70s art house films. Apparently, um, do you know what is it? Don't look, don't look now. That's, oh, that's I'd love to look now. Yeah, so apparently that was a big inspiration. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. I mean, I do kind of in some of the camera work because there's okay. a lot of snap zooms in that. But um, yeah, that the, apparently the the director said that that was a big inspiration. Okay, that's yeah. an amazing movie. Yeah, Don't Look Down was great. But yeah, so so there's a lot of like. I think that's part of the issue with the movie is they're straining the, the director is straining to cover a lot of different genres, right? It's like it's like a psychosexual thriller. It's also like a haunted house movie. It's also like a possessed kids movie. It's also uh, da, da 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 da. It's like a lot of different things. Like it has like elements of insidious, but it also has elements of like uh like a I don't know like a slasher sex flick. So it's just sort of like. And I don't know if it does it does each of those well in certain ways and each of those poorly in other ways. And I don't mm -hmm. think it really comes together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. 
Anyway, yeah. th- that's sort of like my general vibe on the movie. And as we go step through it, I think there will be parts that I really enjoyed. But th- this is just – again, it just feels like oh, their kids are missing. Fuck it. Like, move on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like that is the, the premise of the movie. We're only like 10 minutes in. You know, like the, the whole premise is their kids go missing and then they get their kids back and their kids are weird now, right? Like right. that's that's what you've come here for, right? Right. Except me because I didn't know what it was about. But <laughs> – <laughs> So, yeah, there's this scene in the hotel room that night where they're like, um, they basically get they into fight. a, they have a fight, which I understand they are upset with each other and uh, they basically are blaming each other for losing their kids. And, uh, you know, next morning, like there's sort of like a not necessary gratuitous <laughs> shot of like <laughs> them her showering. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's just, like she's in the shower naked and dad comes and like brushes teeth and he like looks at her and she like closes the shower door. And they, they got like, a fight. They got in a fight that night about like. But he never wants to do anything with the kids. and You never like, want to go up their favorite hill. <laughs> you can. I said they can go up there. I gave them 90 minutes. <laughs> Who so, falls asleep in a car for over 90 minutes? Anyway. <laughs> I, I have some really distasteful jokes. Uh, <laughs> so uh, they, like, go outside. And the cops, like, they're getting in their car to, like, you know, go search. Except now the cops pull into the po- motel parking lot. And they're like, we found your kids. Yay. <laughs> hey, just kidding. You know what? We said we wouldn't be searching overnight. We did. <laughs> we, it was it was a trick. We, 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 were, we were seeing if you cared and you don't. <laughs> you don't. These are our kids now. And then they go and live with Detective Mustache. <laughs> and so, you know, I will say that, like, unfortunately, we don't really get a lot of time with the kids. And so, like, they have, like, maybe, what, like eight lines in the whole fucking movie right yeah we know that one of them didn't stab his sister and the other one bleeds a lot right <laughs> yeah his sister has some kind of monthly bleeding problem that's all i know <laughs> also this movie kind of reminded me of that movie we did home movie you remember that yes missy but you remember it was like a found oh, footage the kids. Yeah, we've done a few of like weird kid movies i mean weird kid movies is a standard horror thing right yeah well like um like hole in the ground or something it's like yep. okay mm. like kids have been missing now they're back and they're acting quiet and creepy. Yeah. So, you know, hey, kids, group hugs all around. Let's go home. They go home. And I don't really remember the next little piece, but. Now it's like it's just sort of like a normalcy that like they're back together. The kids are a little off. Yeah, the mom, there's like a scene of the mom going through the laundry and she like can't find the daughter's Panties. dirty underwear. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, from the beach. And she's like paranoid now because she thinks that maybe something traumatic happened so right. she's like associating like oh like did are they missing because someone did something to my daughter and and she also finds the watch that she so she gave her daughter her wristwatch and was like be back in 90 minutes she finds the the watch in the laundry and it is stopped right i didn't understand the, the significance of that but yeah they did linger on that quite a while i yeah, yeah i didn't care is, is it just a, i thought she was going to like compare the time to her watch and find right. out something but it's literally just like their, her watch stopped. I guess that's the point, right? Yeah. Oh, I we we left out a, a somewhat important thing that night at the hotel while they're like you know after they fight, there's a big earthquake that happens, right? Mm-hmm. Which will be relevant later. But 
just so you know earthquake happens they would in like i don't even know if they wake up during it I, I, maybe I, I don't I don't so. yeah i don't think so i think they slept through it but yeah there's sort of just like a normal c montage i'd say with with her finding that the, the panties are missing yeah uh but yeah it's like they go to the movies and the like they're trying to the parents are trying to smile at each other and like the dad's teaching the son how to drive but like the kids are just like a little little distant and vacant yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think an important scene that feels missing for me is a scene where like they they like what happened, right? Like yeah. there's there's no scene where either the police or the parents say like why did you why did you disappear into the hills for the whole night, right? Mm-hmm. Uh and like I understand the answer would be they would just not respond or it would be cryptic, but like because you don't show me that scene, it seems weird. Instead like mom and, and maybe mom and dad decide to send them to like a therapist, right? Uh, yeah, they sent her to a doctor first. Oh, right. First they go yeah. to a doctor, just like, you know, b- because I think, is she like scratched up or her, she has bloody no, knuckles the mom, or something? No, the mom is paranoid that she doesn't have her period anymore. And she's like, she only had it for like one day. Like, so mom is like, something must have, I don't know. She's like very concerned that she doesn't still have her period. Right, which I thought was a little over reactive you it's know, way like, overreactive yeah it's like, it's like very focused on a very strange thing after your kid was missing my like I, i'd like you to check out my kid oh what's the matter with her oh she only had her period for one day and then it stopped and was this her first time yes and you want me to do what like like yeah wait 30 days and if it doesn't happen come back right yeah, like, yeah. and the doctor um, lets her know like look this could be nothing but she doesn't have a hymen which a lot of girls are just don't have in general or they break by accident when the kid falls or something so the mom is like now paranoid that the daughter was sexually abused when she was missing that night so that's one of the the reasons that she wants like to bring them to a child um therapist and this is where i kind of want the movie to cut to mom sitting with her daughter or with the son and be like so what happened (laughs) right like Mm -hmm. like tell me and like i i can't imagine that like like even if the daughter was silent about it, that would that would help that would help push forward this idea that she was like sexually assaulted. But then she should talk to her son, and and he would also be cryptically quiet. You know, like mm-hmm. like I almost feel like this movie would be a little bit make a little more sense if there was just one child that went missing. But it's the fact that both of them have gone missing and neither of them are talking that makes it like extra weird to me. Yeah, yeah. It's like the mom is like playing like a you know chess with them or something like she's like playing like everything is cool and trying to like figure it out but just act like everything's fine yeah so then the therapist like again we never actually do he has him do art therapy oh right yeah and and he's like the strangest thing happened they both drew the same picture of this hill they both drew crayon drawings (laughs) (laughs) and and i want to be like yeah no shit that of course they would draw a hill right and they're like he but they also drew this red truck driving by and I don't know, like, that seems like a stretch to me. I'm like, who cares about the red truck? I mean, it is important. Yeah, they, but like, they also have a red car. Right. So, like, it, yeah, I mean, you know, dad, originally, like, mom thinks the red car in the drawing is the family's red car, right? But it's revealed that dad is like, no, that's the red truck that drove by me while I was looking for the kids or whatever, right? And then I think in here, somewhere in here is also where the therapist takes mom aside and says, like, listen, I don't, I don't know but I think your daughter was sexually assaulted, right? Am I correct? Am I right? Or yeah, no, you're not- right. You're right. Um, it's not safe to assume, but your daughter was absolutely assaulted. She was She's showing absolutely ass- signs that it was, 
she she didn't actually say anything about it and there's no proof um, yeah and there's no actual scene of it so i don't know if i actually talked to her yeah just a hunch, just a uh, hunch. but look i i again the the emotion of it is powerful right like i get yes. i absolutely get mom is rightfully upset to be hearing from multiple medical professionals that her teenage daughter may have been raped right and her um, underwear is missing so that right yep these are all bad signs like i get it <laughs> so basically she 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 tells her husband about this right and they look at the pictures and that's when dad is like i bet the man driving the red truck is the rapist right yeah uh so they go back into town to figure out whose red truck that is. Yeah, they go back to the gas station where, you know... Well, he goes to the cops first, I thought. Does he? Yeah, but the cops, um, like the cop handling the case isn't there. But he's so. not like, hey, I want to report that my daughter was raped. Or he's just like, hey, is the, the mustache guy here? No, all right. And then another guy is like, oh, you hear about them hills? <laughs> you ever hear about the serial killer? He yeah. got healed. No one ever comes back from those hills. No. It was a, yeah, there was a serial killer. He killed a bunch of people, including his last victim, and then he disappeared in the hills. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like and they said he got wounded, and they would no way he'd survive that wound. Yeah, your kids are real lucky. No one's ever come back from those hills before. <laughs> um, like, why did they let their kids go to this hill? It sounds very. What's infamous. their favorite hill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally everyone in this town knows that like that hill is evil except for these people. Yeah. But uh And it's not we, like they shouldn't know. Literally every gas station attendant is like, Oh, welcome to Smithfield. Uh you going to the evil hills? <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, you know, like I'm surprised the gas station attendant didn't come out and was like, uh, I wouldn't let your kids go up there. They're evil, yeah. right? He like he waits till like like hours have passed. I might have not mentioned this earlier, but them hills are cursed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, again, it's like this is just another one of those little things where I'm like, what is happening here? Like you, so this father and mother believe have have a reasonable amount of evidence to believe that their daughter was sexually assaulted, and so then they just sort of like walk around. They just like hang out. I don't know. Like I'm not sure what's driving them. Well, you know what I mean? When do what do you mean they hang out? Like like he just goes to the police department. Like you you go and you like I don't know. Like I I recently for the first time watched Prisoners, and so like I'm thinking of like the scene where he like comes screaming into the police department. Like you didn't do your fucking job. What the fuck are you doing That's here? That's a grim movie. Yeah. I mean, this movie, the the subject matter is pretty fucking grim. This was a grim movie too. This uh, is this is not a feel good movie. You uh, felt good, I, Missy? No, no, I didn't feel good, but, like, Prisoners was just, like, it, like, consumed me, like, of, like, feeling like, oh, this is, this could happen, and this is what it would be like. like. Right. But it's like, so you have a father who goes to the police station believing that his daughter was sexually assaulted, and then he just sort of, like, is like, hey, I want to I wanna see the, d the guy, and they're like, he's not here. By the way, do you need some exposition dump about the hills again? <laughs> like, it's right. just strange. Yeah. And so then they're like, maybe we should go back to the gas station and talk to the gas station clerk. And that's when they're like, hey, do you know a guy with like a red truck who comes around? He's like, do I know a oh, guy with a red truck? You, you are about Creepy Pete? Creepy yes. Pete, the potential rapist? Lucio. Lucio. Oh, yeah. Lucio. He's he's a creepy fellow, but he's, he's, he's never harmed nobody. He's nice. He's got a red truck. He comes around here all the time, you know? No one and likes then, him. Yeah. Everyone thinks he's weird. <laughs> And and dad's like, tell me where to find this Lucio. <laughs> and then I guess they just they just make this leap to like clearly that guy in the red truck who well, just they, 
they see who the guy in the red truck is, and it's the creepy oh, you're gas right. station attendant that was leering at the panties. You're right. You're totally right. They do stalk him, and they see him, and Mom's like, that's the guy, right? Okay. Yeah. And yeah. then All the right. kids start screaming when they see him. But yeah, the like kids the, are in the back seat and start screaming. The the sheer amount of like uh, witness evidence they they're accumulating against them. They're like went to the the gas station attendant is like, can you tell me about the cr- truck guy? Oh yeah, you want to know about him? And then they stalk him, and then they get stopped by a security guard who's like, excuse me, you can't wait here. And they're like, no no no, we're just waiting. It's cool, it's cool. So now there's a security guard who saw them at the creepy guy's work. I don't know, like. Uh, uh. it's falling apart talking about it well <laughs> yeah but i mean this this is addressed later like the you know and the cop the cop literally does say like uh why were you know like we'll get there right but this is addressed so in a very strange way but whatever you, look let's, let's talk about the kids for a second how sure. did i mean I, I again they don't really have a lot of lines but like how did you feel like did they creep you out did you like them what were your thoughts they did a good job with like I don't know if these kids were good actors or not, but they didn't let them do enough that I felt like they were bad actors. So, like, that was at least something that I don't think that they, like, ruined the movie by being bad actors. But they also didn't say enough to, like, give me any idea what was going on with them or what happened. It it kind of feels like they, they, whatever, showed up to set and they started acting and the director was like, actually, maybe it's better if you have no lines. Just... (laughs) Like, just take these Xanax and sit there. <laughs> yeah. And so in every yeah, le- scene. Less is more is better with children, typically. And 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 again, I'm going to keep harping on this one thing because, again, I liked it. I did. I, I liked it. I thought, the, I thought the director did a really good job of, like, making an atmospheric, creepy movie. But, like, there are no scenes where, like, the parents are interacting with their children as though they love them. It's, right. they, they seem more like, like caretakers of silent zombies, right? Who, like, yeah, there's some scenes where they, like, feed them breakfast. And once or twice they say, like, how was school? And the kids go, like, fine. And, like, like I said, I think the kids speak eight times total in the whole movie. And they're all, like, one-word sentences. Yeah. And so it, it makes it a little harder to, to, to specifically feel the, the, the pain and agony these parents are feeling. Because other th- I, I get that mom is, like, something's wrong with my kids. But there's, unlike Hole in the Ground, right, there are scenes where she's interacting with her son and you see that she's realizing something's wrong, right? Yeah, because they're interacting a lot and she's like, oh, this isn't like he would normally do this thing. But we don't know, the we didn't get to know the kids before, nor are we getting to know them now. Right. I have no idea if they always just came home from school and like stared at the TV with blank expressions, right? Right. I assume the fact that they are- Isn't that what all kids do? That's, yeah, right? They just (laughs) see like normal kids. Yeah. (laughs) yeah so well but at this point like the driving force is this like concern about like what happened while they were gone was the daughter sexually assaulted and if so who did it but again like you said rodney like there's no scene of her being like what happened while you were gone maybe maybe there is that scene that exists and they looked at it and they were like "Ooh, we can't use this i yeah i i have no idea if that scene was shot or not but it it is a crucial scene that's missing. The difference with prisoners, right, is that the kid is missing for the whole movie. So, like, right, right. Yeah. he can't ask him what happened. But, like, sh- straight up, like, I-, I know that you can't just, I- you sh- probably shouldn't say, hey, were you sexually assaulted? But you would say, did something happen? Was there another man? Yeah. Do do you remember the guy from the gas station with the long hair and the red truck, right? Like, any of that. And it said it's just sort of like mom and dad making a bunch of assumptions off screen, right? Correct. Right. And, <laughs> and so... Yeah, I again, I get it that like all the evidence seems to lead toward this guy probably raped her because missing panties, they scream when they see him, right? The the gas station guy is like, he's a weirdo. 
<laughs> right, so, but then then you would think they'd be able to go to the cops and get him arrested. Yes, but but dad dad has a different idea, and he's basically like, let's be vigilantes. Like, yeah, let's let's, let's let's hire a babysitter because I've got a knife night planned. <laughs> so yeah, they hire. I I I, I took it to mean this is like this is like one of mom's friends, right? And they ask her to come like yes. watch the kids for the night. I don't remember her name. We'll call her babysitter, and she'll be important later. And mom and dad like they they go out for yeah supposedly i guess for dinner and drinks but they really go to break into lucio's house yeah and they, they like, really want to make sure they have no alibi yes yeah. <laughs> where were you we oh went out God. on a date can anyone prove that our babysitter who was watching our children when we weren't home <laughs> ask her she'll tell you that i told her we're going to dinner uh, oh great. Get... where'd you eat the hill yeah <laughs> <laughs> Went to the hill. It's our favorite restaurant. Our kids I love mean, it there too. Yeah. Assuming that this guy like did do this to their child, I do think it's kind of badass. Parents are like, okay, we're gonna, you know, bond as husband and wife and go get yeah, revenge I, for our child. Um, I think, but they don't have nearly enough proof. <laughs> that. That's the thing. And, and Chris, like, I, I, I agree. The scene that feels like it's missing is they go to the cops and the cops say we don't have enough evidence or. Or, like, there's just not enough to go down right. this road. Or, or they're, like, corrupt, and they don't really, like, this isn't what they're investigating, or whatever. Like, right. there, there needs to be something that they, like, w- they've reached the limits of what they can do, you know, uh, that's socially acceptable, and now they have to do it themselves. But they, they just jump a few steps, and they're like, let's just do it ourselves. This right, instead it's for... like, well, we tried, but the cop was out for the day, so <laughs> yeah. it's better we, we, we do this. What type of cop takes a lunch break? So the scene where they, like, basically assault Lucio... I thought this scene was great. This, this is was my favorite scene of the movie. Agreed. This this was yeah. really good. Yeah, I liked the scene. Like, this is... Okay, so maybe that's, like, me liking a movie, I don't have to like a lot of it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. There were a lot of... There were actually a lot of scenes that I liked. I thought, that, yeah. like... And, and I feel like this is very common in, in horror movies mm-hmm. that individual scenes or sequences can be good, right? Yeah. But a- as a whole cohesive movie, sometimes it just doesn't all gel together, you and know? I'm kind of I've gotten to be kind of okay with that with horror movies. Like I don't, I don't need it. Like I don't need that from a horror movie necessarily to like the movie. Yeah, I don't. I agree. I don't need it. You know, like, but I, I prefer it usually. Like, yes, but that's the difference between liking and loving for me. I think I think you're right. Like again, I like this movie. I do not love this movie. You know, exactly correct. But I will say that there, there, the, the sort of like. It has this like gritty kind of vibe to it, and I think that sort of helps it, you know, because it it makes it feel it makes it feel a little more personal and real as opposed to like a slick movie like I saw the Devil last week, which feels very cinematic, you know. But uh, yeah, so they they go into Lucio's home and they basically like wake him up from the middle of sleep. They tie his hands, and Dad puts like a knife to his throat, and he's like, <laughs> "Tell me what you fucking did, right?" And Dude, I can't even imagine. Like, you wake up in the middle of the night, and there's, like, this fucking lunatic t- saying, like, admit to what you did. And you're like, I literally don't know what you're talking about, yeah. right? Because <laughs> it is embezzling money from the trucking company. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, have a key, I have a whole other family in Laredo, but I, I didn't tell my I'm wife. cheating like, on this family in the trailer with a different family. <laughs> <laughs> I, I drank the milk three days past the expiration date. I'm so sorry. <laughs> No, 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 none of these things about my daughter. It's like, oh, I don't know anything about your daughter. I'm sorry. <laughs> he says uh, like a million times, like, take whatever you want. Like, he doesn't even understand really what's happening. He thinks they're just random people breaking in. He's like, 
Take anything. I, I don't care. Please. Uh, uh, take any of my valuables. <laughs> and and mom keeps being like, like, tell me where it's at, right? Yeah, she's talking about she's talking about the underwear, but like it's very like why if it's it's not very obvious to other people that's what she's talking about. Yeah, and, and so it's sort of like at, at a certain point, again, I get it, they're fired up, they're in like vengeance mode, but even I as the viewer, I'm like, it's starting to feel like this guy had nothing to do with your kids you know situation and like i wouldn't be too hasty here sir right but for whatever reason i guess the i guess lucio recognizes mom and knows that she's talking about the panties right because after asking him like six times he eventually admits that like they're in like the the upper cabinet or whatever and mom pulls out like the bloody panties and this is obviously pretty damning evidence and he's like i swear like i just he says like i swiped them off the bathroom counter after you were done but like did mom just leave them there? You know, no, like... no. He, I, I thought he said that he he was at the mountain that night, and but he didn't he didn't do anything to the kids. He's like, I saw them there, but I didn't like interact with them, and I I just found these panties there, so I took. Is that where he found them? Okay, yeah, like... he found them at the mountain because she put them back on. Oh yeah, good after call. the bathroom incident. So he's like, yes, I was there at the mountain that night. I, I admit that, but I didn't do anything to your kids. And they're like, tell us what you saw, and he's like, I can't. I'm scared. Uh, like obviously something weird happened that he saw. Uh, he's saying he didn't do it, but he said something did happen. But I'm I'm too scared to tell you, basically. And he admitted he took the panties, but he didn't do anything. He's like, I didn't do anything to your kids. Yeah, I mean, he just likes to collect young girls' panties. I mean, that's yeah. I don't. Is that a crime? I don't look, know. <laughs> look, people need hobbies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look the 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 dude the dude that's his hobby, right? And he's like, don't don't get mad at me. Like they, I found them on the right. ground. That's you know they were it was available. Um, but dad's like, I don't care, and he kills him. <laughs> Dude, I love this death. This, this was is so an brutal. amazing yeah. chill scene. <laughs> uh, just go ahead, describe it. They, well, they like slit his throat, but like he's like gushing blood out of his throat as they're doing it, and they're like. I- I don't even know. Help me ex- help me explain so, it. This was yeah, so, so like, they bloody. Stab him, they stab him in the throat, and he's, like, gushing gouts of blood onto them. Dad then holds him down as he's struggling, and then Mom, like, starts strangling him, and then, like, puts her hands into the wound and, like, rips his trachea out. <laughs> yeah. It was I, so much spurting blood. I yeah. was like, wait, did she just rip out his trachea? That's, that's, you are really fucking angry, Mom. Like, that's fucked up. They were like, yeah, like double teaming him, just going at it. <laughs> but, and I, I guess I just don't know how. There seems like there's a ton of fucking physical evidence, but whatever. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, you have touched like every cabinet and surface in this place. Yeah. You probably have hair, your hair follicles everywhere. You've literally like touched this victim, right? They didn't like, even try not to. And they're covered in his blood from head to toe. It's yeah. everywhere. Well, addressing that, it cuts to the next scene, and mom and dad are taking a bloody shower together, and it's like very bonding for them, and, yes. and they're yeah. like lovingly like rinsing the blood off each other. And I was like, I like this. This whole sequence is good. Yeah, um, yeah. And like, I kind of thought they might have like bloody shower sex, but I did. I was cheated. So, <laughs> <laughs> so so you wound back to the opening scene and pretended that was the mom and the dad. <laughs> yep, I went in and I I used After Effects to add some blood on them, and I was like, it's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> but uh so yeah they 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 again they don't really show them like they just cut to them bloody in the shower and you get the impression that they have at least cleaned up some of the evidence but I assume yeah they I assume they did not wipe down the entire 
apartment or trailer or wherever oh, he lives. Oh, they did not because like eventually we find out that like when they they found Lucio, it was just a, uh, an absolute mess. Like, right. They didn't clean up the trailer at all. <laughs> so so yeah, like they. Uh, I'm not really sure of what the next beat they, is. They come home from their hot date, uh, their overnight date, and they get home and nobody's there. Like the babysitter right. and the kids are gone. Well, the kids are in bed, but the babysitter is. Oh gone. right, right, right. And I think this is this is when like all the like they're ta- either that like then or a little later that night is when all the lights start flickering on and off. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. and. I think they they is there is there an earthquake like there's several sequences in this film that are kind of the same beat which is like lights flicker on and off and the house shakes we can see that the kids are doing weird shit when this happens but the parents like don't go in in time like the kids are like floating in their beds oh right yes (laughs) like this movie is not in any way trying to hide the fact that the kids are evil right like from the minute the gas station attendant at the beginning is like they say there's demons that take over your body you're like well i know what (laughs) happened to the kids (laughs) If you go up into the hills, there'll be uh, an earthquake, and then you'll be possessed by the two devils who live there, and you won't be the same. Whoever comes back, aren't your loved ones? They're demons. (laughs) Oh, okay. I was just asking, how much are these peanuts? (laughs) But yeah, uh, we we see the kids, like, floating in their beds, which which I thought looked pretty good, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, whatever. The, The incident passes, and mom is like, what the fuck was that, right? Like, like mom, mom is starting to realize like something terrible is happening, and dad is like, you know, it's probably like someone like throwing rocks at the house, right? And she's like, what about the fucking lights going off? He's like, probably it's look, you got to relax. Probably someone saw us murder that dude and was yeah. like, I'm gonna come to your house and I'll fuck with the circuit breaker and throw rocks at your house, you know, just kind of like fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, someone saw us. They're try- they're gonna make us pay. They're trying to torture us and yeah, you know, just fine. very very strange assumptions in this but, movie. But again, I understand that, like, from dad's perspective, saying, like, there's some kind of evil spirit, like, that sounds crazy, right? Like, it just sounds like they don't know they're in a horror movie, so it doesn't make sense for, for, you know, but also for him to be like, someone, someone witnessed doesn't do this, and now they're throwing rocks at the house is kind of stupid, too, right? Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't really track. As opposed to just, like, it's probably just, like, some kind of weird power grid thing, or, like, like an earthquake that, you know, combined with the the power like i don't know right. why he jumps to it's a man throwing rocks at her house um and then the next day mom mom talks to dad and she's like i looked around outside and like there are no rocks right like, no, like and there's clearly, no footprints or anything all of the rocks are missing <laughs> <laughs> and he's like oh my god we've not only got a, a fucking rock thrower but he's also stealing our rocks <laughs> <laughs> and then detective mustache shows up and he's like you're just in time i'd like to report a rock crime <laughs> Yeah, so he shows up and he's like, hey, I kind of just wanted to chat with you guys. Do you guys know a guy named uh, Lucio something? And they're like, what? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. Definitely, definitely don't. <laughs> yeah. And Mom's um, just like dropping things in the, the kitchen. They're like, well, the gas station said you were asking about him. And they're like, oh, we just wanted to thank him. He gave us directions to the hotel. Right. Oh, that <laughs> guy, that Lucio, of course I know him. Why? What? Why? Everything okay? He's like, oh, he's dead. Like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, oh, he got stabbed. That's crazy. I didn't say he got stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, I, I will say, like, I think this scene plays out well. Because, like, the, you know, the parents are not professional criminals. Far and, from. And, and, and. I, I can only imagine how terrifying it is when the cop shows up to ask you about the crime you committed last I mean, the night. The dad's right? not even slightly worried. The mom is worried. The dad's like, we got this. Yeah, yeah. dad, dad no definitely is like, I feel very, us. dad's like, I, I feel like I can get away with murder. I'm good. <laughs> right. 
But what's very strange about it is that, like, the conclusion of it is the dad's like, this isn't your jurisdiction, right? And he's like, you're right. And I'm also not on this case. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. On a scale of one to ten, how doggedly do you pursue murderers? And he's like, I'm like an eight. And he's like, oh, okay, you should be going. Uh- <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like, so there's no actual investigation from the people who would be investigating it. Whatever, whatever, whatever. The movie's not about that. Whatever. It's that's the it's really not like it's not about this detective investigating a murder case. Right. But the the movie like pays lip service to it in a weird way. That's just sort of like I'd rather you not even bring it up. That's the thing. It's like because that goes no like the movie is really about evil children. That's what it's about. Right. Right. But it's also not because the children aren't really evil on screen. Exactly. They, there are no scenes. That's of, true. It's like yeah. you have you have let me like I already know the kids are evil because you shown you showed them floating right. in their bed, right? But there's no scenes of like you know them killing some kid at school, right? right. Or like it's not kill- like they had a cat and then the cat's dead one day, right? As opposed to that movie, Home Movie, that again I recommend everyone watch, where there are you start to you start to see the actions that the kids are taking but this movie is like i know they're evil but the only evil things they do is just sit and stare at the tv right and do Uh, stuff to the lights and occasionally the light yeah the lights flicker right so at at what point does does mom i mean mom is getting like but there's also there's also no scene where she talks to dad and says like i think something's wrong with our kids right she starts investigating on her own first like the kids are supposed to be going to school and she follows them and the kids like take the bus to the hill and just go like hang out in the hill during the day instead of going to school. Yeah. Um, and she and, th- but she, she follows them up there and then finds like a, what looks like a Santa Muerte uh, uh, altar. Uh, but then she like, doesn't, she doesn't cost the kids. No, she's like, she doesn't want to like play her hand. She's just trying to like, inve- I don't know. <laughs> it's I don't know just, you don't want a parenting. You don't want to show your, all your cards too <laughs> soon. Cause you don't actually, you have to bluff to have the power. What? Yeah. Well, I, don't. I mean, I, I, I get it that she's trying to figure out what's going on. And she's like, I have no idea when my kids are like sneaking away to, to go to the, the hill or whatever. And so, that day when they like come home from school, wink, wink. She's like, "Hey!" She picks them up. Uh, I'm a little confused. Like, does she drive them in her car to a bus stop, and then the bus picks them up, or does she pick them up from school and they got I think on she a bus? She drives them to school, but then they don't go into the school. They go. To I the see. Bus stop. Okay. Yeah, they get on a bus that goes to it's Hill Bus. Right. Yeah. So, so again, clearly it's the this... famous Hill. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, but then, then it cuts to her picking them up from school. So yeah, they they go back. Yeah, yeah, so presumably she, like, watched them hang at the hill, then drove, like, followed the bus that they got back on to go back to school, then got yes. into, then picked them up from school. Well, that, yeah, that's correct. I don't have That's I don't so that. weird. Why is it weird? You wouldn't accost your own children who are playing hooky from school to go hang out at the hill that they were presumably She's missing like at? She's, like, scared to say the wrong thing. I mean, I'm not defending her, but she's well, scared. She's scared to say the wrong thing. She thinks they were traumatized and like well, doesn't know. Here's the thing. I think at this point, she is starting to believe something supernatural is up, right? Right. Because like she has already said that. Like, I don't believe there's someone throwing rocks. I think something is uh, fucked up. And multiple characters have said to her like, "Yo, there's like evil shit up in them hills, right?" And her kids are acting weird. The problem is that the movie never gives us those scenes where we see mom thinking that, right? It's just yeah. sort of like, she's like, I think something's up. I'm going to follow my kids. And I think she's just like, I'm not ready. Like, I want to gather more evidence. Because once she accuses her kids of being whatever, evil shapeshifters or Can't whatever. Right. 
So I get it. She's like, let me just see how the whole day plays out. Because if she, maybe they go do something after the hill, you know, but they, they go back to school and then she picks them up. And when they get in the car, she's like, how was your day at school? And they're like, oh, it was fine. Right. Um, and she's basically like, she doesn't say it, but she's like, I know you're fucking lying. Right. <laughs> and so now is also another missing scene where like, I feel like she should say to her husband in private what happened today. Right. She waits way too long. Yeah. She tells him way later. Right. I think but, now is when she go, they go back to the child psychologist and the psychologist is like, your kids are way too codependent. You need to separate them. They should be going to different schools and having different like hobbies and pastimes because they've, they've gotten some kind of bond and they're too close. They shouldn't yeah, be so close. He highly implies that like they, 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 they do everything together. And like every time we see them, they're always together, right? They're like holding hands in every scene. Yes. And, um... And and yeah, like I again, I found I found that kind of creepy. Like because it, it, mm-hmm. the, the he he even the, the the therapist knows something is seriously wrong. And the fact that he's like, I think you should probably send your kids to like separate schools to so like they and like I kind of want to be like, you know, they'll still live it together at our house, right? Yeah. Like, what's that gonna fucking solve, right? <laughs> but I guess his hope is that like they'll they'll make new friends separately. But what what happens? What I happens? think next is when she goes to see her friend that babysat them. Yes, that this night, is my like, this this was my second favorite scene. Yeah, this was yeah. great. Um, yeah, I, like, I really. You need you. I need to know what happened that night, like, because the friend's like, no, I can't tell you. It's like she's like, I, I have have to know. She she really doesn't want to talk about it, <laughs> uh, and I get why she right. didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> so, yeah, who wants to who wants to tell this part? Because this was great. I'll go ahead, go ahead, Missy, tell um, us. Let's so, all do it at the same time. So, all right, ready? Um, One, two, uh, three. So they're okay, all so the girl they, and and they're <laughs> that's actually really hard to do. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, yeah, this I, – I actually – the the scene – this scene and into the next sequence is the best part of the fucking movie. It's really good. Yes, I, I completely agree. This is where the movie starts taking off, and I was like, okay. It was at this moment that I was like, I see why Andy recommended this movie, right? Yeah. Like, I'm I'm in now. This is, this, is, this is pretty fucked up. So let's just skip over that, and we'll go <laughs> – <laughs> basically, she's, she finally talks her friend into, like, saying what happens, and it, like, cuts back to that night, and it's like we're hearing her narrate the sequence where she's like – I was watching TV with the kids and all the lights started to flicker. And then you see her like eyes like roll back and, and they're like white. And she starts like convulsing. And then she's like, and then everything went black. And I just woke up on the couch naked. Right. And yeah, like you see her fucking get up and like, yeah, her clothes are just like on the floor. She has no idea what happened to her. The kids aren't there. Yeah. <laughs> and again, a lot of nudity in this movie. Uh, points for that. Like I, well done. And she's and i'm sitting there and i'm like yeah this is i would dude i was actually thinking what would you think if you just suddenly blacked out and woke up naked somewhere else in the house right like that would be terrifying be terrifying and like more like you're the person that's supposed to be watching these kids and you could now be like accused of assaulting these children on top of like yourself having maybe been assaulted (laughs) and so she like gathers up her clothes and she's like i i didn't know you know, I didn't know where the kids were. So I went looking for them and you see her like creep up the stairs and like open their bedroom door. And they never, they don't show this because, you know, Which is probably, totally fair. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want to see it. I it's, it's some things are better off camera. Yeah. But she basically <laughs> says the kids were moaning. And when I opened the door, they were having sex with each other. And I was like, Oh shit, this movie, this movie's going to some dark places. So mom it cuts back to you know like the present and and how does mom react to this i don't think she really reacts she was just like she's crying 
Yeah, I mean, she is obviously really the star. Yeah. And I, mean, I feel like I feel like we skipped over this. Like, as she's talking about the blackout sequence, it's not like it just cuts to her waking up. There's like a crazy, wild, artistic montage that's happening of all these different like lights and colors and water. It's just like so out of left field, but I, I was here for it. You're totally right. I forgot about that because there's no other part in the movie that's like that. Yeah. But that had a I don't, it had a little bit of like Rosemary's baby vibes going on, right? Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. dreamlike, I guess, in that way. And so I don't know. I, I guess I took it to mean that like, yeah, she blacked out and like was raped by either the kids or a demon. I, I don't know. Yeah. She and says when... that she felt like there was something standing on her chest. Oh, yeah. And she says the devil. It was the devil, right? Yeah. She right. thinks it was the devil standing on her chest. And she's like, oh, you. it must have been. A, the mom is like, you must have been dreaming. Like, you had to have been imagining this. And she like, pulls down her shirt and there's like footprints on her chest. Is like, that what they were? Footprint? I just thought it was just like a bunch of bruises. Yeah, it they was were footprints. Even, yeah, there were definitely footprints. Okay. All right. Because yeah, it was supposed to be the devil standing on her. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Well, so that's that's, I guess, what happened. Like. Again, like it's a little unclear. Like, I guess the devil is like hanging out with the kids now, or whatever. Are they, uh, they're demons. I don't or, know. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't know, right? Um, but mom is quite sure. Like, something's up now. Uh, and then she tries to talk to dad about it, and we see that dad has like bought a gun just for like protection. You know, he. I guess he's yeah, like. Yeah. Well, the, the lights start fritzing out again, and he he go, runs to the closet and grabs a gun. And then the mom runs into the kids' room to check on them. And the dad's like, oh, that, that rock thrower's back. I'll shoot him. And uh, the mom runs into the, the room and sees the, the boy floating. Yeah, she actually straight up sees him floating now. And is this where mom gets assaulted by the devil? No. Does she get assaulted? No, no. not here. Not here. No, that's yeah. that's the next day. She It's like, the kids can't be alone. But you go to work. I'll stay and watch them. And she makes them breakfast. And puts like drugs. Oh, you're right. In you're right. No, juice. she drives to the ca cavern first. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Hold on. Pause. So first, <laughs> yeah. first, she sees her her son floating, right? Yes. And I have no idea why she doesn't tell her husband that, right? It, uh, that yeah. seems like a really crucial thing Look, to tell when your you husband. When you get to ten to thirteen, your body starts to go through changes. <laughs> <laughs> after listen, after after being married for ten years, you kind of just don't want to talk about anything, even your floating child. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> how was your day dear it was fine okay just let me watch tv <laughs> oh by the way billy's floating oh, that's nice <laughs> so i think there's also a really great moment here where she she kind of says to her husband that she she kind of regrets what they did being murdering lucio and dad like gives her the most severe look and he's like we are never to talk about this again right and and I was like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the only option, right? Like, yeah. you can't, like, it's too late. Like, I'm sorry you feel bad, but you shut the fuck up, right? So, uh, that's why, I, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to give murder advice, and I felt like maybe not. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll bleep this part out. Yes. Okay. And so then mom, for reasons, drives back to the hill and just, like, goes up the hill. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I get oh, it. She's like, right. I want to I oh, want to yeah. figure out what's really going on. Because She didn't actually go into the hill before. She just was out. All the parents just keep going outside the hill. I'm like, I wonder what's happening in there, huh? Yeah, because like at the top of the hill, when mom goes up there, it's it like it's pretty obvious that there's like this cave entrance like carved into the rock. Yeah. Right. And yeah. like, it's just surprising that like like that nobody, even the gas station attendant at the beginning of the movie, when they're looking, was like, you know, if you're looking for your kids, you might want to look in that cave at the top of the hill because everyone knows is there. Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> or the yep. cops, and you it's, know? It's like she walks into the cave and immediately finds clothing. Yes. And blood, and I don't know. And yeah. she, like, peers over this, like, ledge, and, like, they're sprawled out dead on, like, after, like, it, it's, it seems like they fell to their death, are yeah. her kids, right? Yeah. And they are wearing the clothing that they were wearing when they disappeared at the beginning of the movie. And so, shocker, those aren't her real kids, right? That, her that she's kids been. never left that cave. Right. Now, again, I guess, like, you, the viewer, may not know whether those are her actual children or they've been possessed, right? But you're just kind of like watching mom catch up to what you already know at this point, you know, like clearly something bad happened. So her kids are laying dead, which obviously brings up the question of like, then what are those things that have been living with me for the past, right. week, you know, or a couple of weeks, however long it's been. Well, but the, it's also like, like I could understand if they're doppelgangers, right. That like they've shapeshifted into the kids, but like she washes their clothes, but so they have a magical cloth replication. Cause the, the kids' bodies yeah. are wearing clothes. I know. I know. Yeah, no, I mean, it, that's... Chris, you are completely right. They, that is, yeah, when the, the, the doppelgangers doppelgang, they literally are able to recreate clothing. That's the only answer to it. Right, yeah, it but then like it's the just, like, tangible... different clothing. But it's not like it, like, leaves their form and disappears. It's, like, it's tangible clothing. Because they both... She, the, 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 the dead daughter, the real daughter in the cave, also has the watch on. So the watch yeah. replicated, and that's I why know. it stopped? I know, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. Right, and, you know, in... in this is one of those things where it's like sometimes just leaving things vague is your best solution because trying to explain why that would be, you're just going to fall into a logic hole, right? Yeah. But right. at the same time, I feel like this movie, unfortunately, is a little too vague. Ultimately, the answer is like there's like a creepy evil cave. And if you go in there, it can like it kills you and duplicates you. And then a demon comes out looking like you wearing everything you were wearing. Like that's that's literally the answer, right? But has this cave duplicated people before or people just... Un Unclear. No, yeah. That's there is no reference whatsoever that anyone has ever been duplicated before, right? It's just that like the only thing we know is that a serial killer tripped and died or disappeared with fingers at the beginning of the movie, running out of this yeah. cave, right? What I was unclear with because the mom is clearly at this point seeing some like it's almost like she's seeing what happened when the kids died, um, like as she's touching different parts yes. of the cave. Well, she uses her detective brain to recreate yes. the crime scene. Yeah, like Sherlock when he's, yeah. yeah. Were the kids, like the her actual children, having sex with each other in that cave before they fell to their death? It might have been because they're like naked. No, they're, they're not. They're wearing clothes. We just talked about that. No, the bodies are naked. And in the flashback, the boy is topless. Yeah. Like it looked like maybe, like maybe that, like. There, they had some kind of weird relationship, all like already, and that's right. what was part of why. I mean, the I will say, killer, the, like, the, was summoned out at the beginning of the movie when they went to go walk up the hill. They definitely hold hands, and the camera like focuses on them holding hands, right? And but like, I don't know, they're like they're siblings, like you, like like you know, you can get. I a, don't you can, know. This in scene this had sequence. some weird. Yeah, Vibes in this sequence, think, like, yeah. the the brother is topless, and the, the sister is, like, on her back, pushing herself up and, like, looking at him suggestively. Yeah, that's it's... what I saw, too. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, I, I don't, I, I, I don't know if what you're, what you and the movie are implying is that they already were incestuous, and then right. they went into a demon cave, or if they went into the demon cave, like. And then became incestuous? I don't know. Right. I didn't know if they went to the demon came were already incestuous and because of that that kind of like brought something forth from the demon right. cave. And and like you know I 
I would understand if you told me that like basically it was a normal hill and then a serial killer died on it. And that like, you know, his evil spirit went into the cave and now it's causing trouble. But the but gas Judd station already told us that it that, was like from before times. Right. And an important part that I said we'd come back to and I almost forgot about is that I forget who they talked to. Is it the gas station attendant? Yeah. whose daughter. Right. The gas yeah, station. This is attendant. the next scene. She she comes down oh, okay. off the hill and right, is like, right. hey, what's up with this hill? Not my kids are dead in there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you have a phone? I'd like to call to report my dead children and their doppelgangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, and then Judd Crandall's like, my daughter was killed in the opening scene of the movie by a serial killer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who he died on this hill. And he, I, there was an earthquake that night. And there was um, an earthquake when your kids went missing too. But no, do you have a phone? I need to report my children are dead. Uh, ah. In a moment, I'm, I'm telling you about my daughter the night she yeah. was murdered. What's that to do with anything? <laughs> and then it, I, I forget how he conveys this, but he basically says like my, basically it just cuts. He says something about how like the, the serial killer had like a weird face, right? And I, I guess he like, I guess this is via the, the, the the other girl from the opening who survived, right? I guess she told him what she saw. Yeah. And it cuts back to the dude with his machete, like chopping the fingers off. But now we see his face and he basically and has, he has like a buffy vampire face. <laughs> yes. It looked like lapastic surgery. <laughs> like he's clearly, uh, you know, possessed by a demon or whatever. And I was like, okay, uh, I don't understand. Like it's creepy, right? It's creepy. But like, why? Why is it? Why does he have a demon face? You know, like whatever. No. Because when we see him running on the hillside, I don't think he has a demon face. Or do we just not see nope. it? I don't you don't know. see his face. I, I mean, yeah, face. you kind of do, but you're not supposed to. Right. Oh, yeah. I Again, mean, but yeah. You know, it could just be like, look. In the standard... moment, he goes demon face. Exactly. You know, I think that's just the way it works. It's like yeah. you look like a normal thing until you're killing someone and then you want to show when you When you reach your mid-20s and start killing people, your body goes through changes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, mom mom is like, okay, she, I got a plan. And she goes home. Yeah. Oh, well, she... The other thing, this is a minor note, but it does. I do like that they explain this, is they say Lucio was actually putting up shrines to keep the evil in the hill away. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Those are all yes. the candles out yeah. there. And they say that... Lucio, or, or the mom, does she say it an hour later? But she's like, the reason the kids were screaming when they saw Lucio is because he saw their dead bodies, not because he killed them. So, like, Lucio knew that those weren't the real children because he had already seen their dead bodies. Right. That must and, be why. And again, he, and this movie is taking place, I, I believe, present day, right? Like, people have cell yeah, phones. Yeah, there's no cell phones, though. I don't, I don't remember seeing a single one. Oh, so, really? but even so, like, say it's the, say it's the early 2000s. Like, I, I don't know. It just like you would think that Lucio would be like, oh, I saw those kids. They were d- dead. He didn't think he'd be believed. I think cause yeah. everyone like did like already thought he was a pervert. Stop perving I, on people. I really <laughs> feel like like mom makes a cell phone call at some point, but maybe I'm just adding a scene. But it, it felt like this is present day. But again, no, like she easily if I'm if I'm wrong, I apologize. But I was like, why doesn't she just take a picture of her dead kids for proof? You know? There. But again, even if she doesn't, it's really weird that she doesn't call the police. Uh, instead, she's like, clearly I have evil doppelgangers at home, so I'll deal with them on my own without even telling my husband. Like, instead, she yep. just says, like, she's like, hey, honey, have a good day at work. Well, I do my evil plan, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I guess it's a good plan, not evil. So she, like, she pours juice for the kids, and she's like, make sure to drink your juice. And then, you know, they do, and they pass out, and you're like, oh, shit, mom drugged them. And I'm not really sure I understand what her plan is 
happy. No, no, not not sure either. She puts them in like a fancy party outfits. Yeah, so, she like, like they're she both like, in their best clothes. She oh well, I think I guess the implication is she's going to kill them because she like yes. turns she turns up the gas on the stove, and I guess I thought she was going to make them like oatmeal or something. I think she was going to make oatmeal and then poison that oatmeal, but not with sleeping drugs with like deadly poison. Oh. You know? Like they'd wake up and be like, "I'm so tired," and be like, "Yeah, you fell asleep. You need more energy. Eat this oatmeal, right?" <laughs> right. I I just skim back. She actually does use a cell phone. Uh, You're right. Yeah. But when no. she she calls the dad to be like, "I'm gonna go take the kids to school. I'm actually not going to the hill. Why do you ask?" And then she <laughs> discovers the kids, the bodies. So you're yeah. right. Why doesn't she just take a picture? I mean, look, I. I, I don't remember you're the one looking at it. If it's like an older or newer I cell phone, I can't really like, see it. It looks pretty flat. It looks like an early gen uh, iPhone. Yeah. Again, uh, d- maybe maybe it's just an old phone that doesn't it's like have really a camera bad on lighting. It. Like she tried off camera. Yeah, I should probably like, not uh, mention this to anyone. <laughs> yeah, I definitely like. I I don't. That's what I'm saying. It it's 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 a weird beat. I understand that. Like when you find your dead children in a cave, you probably aren't thinking completely rationally, right? And you might not think I need to prove this, but you would call the police, right? You just would. You would call the police. Or your if husband she had, immediately. Like, if she had just called the police, everything would would work out because the police would come. They'd see the bodies and they'd be like, wow, your kids are dead. And you'd be like, "That they are, correct? Can you do me a favor and just maybe swing by my house and tell me if you see two children in my living room, right? Who look exactly <laughs> right. like these dead bodies. But instead she's like, I'm going to just, I'll just jump right to drugging the children and then I guess I'll like, you know, turn on the gas so they, they get carbon monoxide poisoning. And that's when like the house starts shaking. Like she runs upstairs and she sees like, like, I guess like the demon version of her children are like sitting, sitting on the bed and their faces are like all rotten and corrupted. And that part was cool. I thought this whole sequence was yeah. very scary. Um, and this is where I think she gets assaulted by the devil. Yeah, the like her shirt like gets ripped open and the devil stands on her chest too. Yeah, yeah, which is sort of it felt like a little bit of like an homage to that old movie, The Entity, which is like famous for its like ghost rape scene. If you know what I'm talking about, mm. I don't. Need, but that's okay. cool. I don't. There's there's again. Well, I just I just told you about it. But there's uh, you know a famous horror scene where a woman is raped by a ghost, and like it's notable for like the visual effects of like how it looks like her body is being like manhandled by an invisible presence. You know, and in the 80s, that was not as easy to achieve, yeah. right? And I felt like this was meant to, I don't know, be a little wink at that moment, you know? But uh, I was like, man, this is, this, this, it's weird. This movie is like just slightly too horny at times, right? <laughs> but it's, it's you like, okay. You? Wow. No, I just mean for general, in general. For me, it could have gone 10 times more, right? Like, <laughs> I admit that I'm a pervert. So, <laughs> but mom is rightfully terrified and she gets the fuck out of there, right? And I, is this when she calls dad and she's like, you yeah, got to like, meet me at the cave? Meet me at, yeah. And he's like, uh, lady, like, I'm, I'm at work. <laughs> I'm at work. And she's like, you got to fucking come right now. And I'm not telling you why. Right. And he's like, OK, gets in the car. He shows up. And he's like, what's the matter, babe? She's got to come with me right now. And I'm like, now is a good time to maybe prep him for what he's about to see or give some explanation about what happened in the last hour. Right. Like the even just starting with like, honey, I know you're not going to believe me, but right. Kids are evil. They're doppelgangers. You don't believe me. Right. Um, and. Does she say the kids? Because I know he's like, I just dropped them off at school. And she said, does she oh, say they're yeah. dead? She, no, she's like, the, I, the, I, the kids are at the hill. And he's like, no, I just dropped them off at school 15 minutes ago. And she's like, she's very right. confused. The, so the, what, get, what happened with the, the oven thing? Like I'm, she decided I'm, not to kill them? 
I, I don't remember how I, I don't remember how the scene plays out. I thought she just runs out of the house because she's terrified. I don't think I didn't see her turn in the oven. I missed that. If that's happened. I, mean, yeah. Chris, Chris, I don't know. Have... But like she drugs them and then scary she shit happens them. and then she leaves. Yeah. I yes. Don't... OK. Like, that's what I'm saying. I look, I don't remember her turning on the oven, but I read the Wikipedia recap before we started recording. And it says that she turns on the oven. Oh, okay. And, okay. and so maybe in the moment, I didn't realize that's what she was doing. It just seemed like. It seemed like she had a plan to do something, but we, the audience, are not told that, right? But that plan is interrupted by the shaking house and getting mauled by the devil and seeing her ghostly demon I think you've described this movie perfectly. This movie had a plan for something, (laughs) but it got interrupted by a shaking house and the devil, maybe, and then it just kind of moved on. (laughs) That happens six times in this movie. That's that's not wrong. (laughs) Yeah, the movie is like a collection of ideas. And and, And they're uh, good ideas. Yeah, yeah. But like what happened, like what became of the the babysitter who may or may not have gotten raped? Nothing. It's just like yeah. she she is now gone from the movie, right? Yeah. Whereas like I would I in in a different movie, I kind of would love for the kids to show up that night and kill her, right? Or should we see her get killed? But no, she's just she's just gone from the movie. But anyway, we're at we're basically at the end of the film, so spoiler alert, I guess, if you don't want to know how it ends, right? Oh, oh shit, spoiler. The spoiler is bad. <laughs> Turn out as an evil hill. <laughs> the man, the, the the Englishman who went up a hill but came down a devil. <laughs> uh, no. I love that. I was actually kind of confused by the ending right here. This is the well, only thing I found me? confusing. Well, <laughs> let's talk about it, right? So mom takes dad up the hill and takes him into the cave. And again, doesn't prep him. She just like looked down there and he looks and like sees his dead children and I guess he just without decide he he's so distraught that without even asking questions, just assumes that mom murdered the kids. And Is so that what it was? That's how I interpreted it. That he thinks his wife has gone crazy. Because he starts crying. He starts right. freaking out. Yeah. And he turns around and shoots his wife. Shoots her right in the face. Right in the yep. face. But then two minutes later, mom and dad get into the car together. Right. Yeah, well, they're they're it, and leave. Go, they're, they're possessed. They're, they're evil doppelgangers, Mizzy. Like the was, kids. The, was the dad always an evil doppelganger? Because they no, flash no, no. back to when the dad went up the hill, went up to like look for the kids that night, and was yelling for them. Like, did he get possessed right. then? I don't think so, because I think there, I think there's two spirits that possess. Right. Right. Well, well, he shoots mom, and then it cuts to like a wide shot of the mountain, and then you hear a second gunshot, which I took to mean him killing himself. Right. Uh, that makes sense. That's a little okay. So he just he thinks the mom killed the kids. Okay, okay. Yeah, I I don't know why he thinks that. Like again, there's no plot line of him becoming more and more concerned that his wife is is like a danger to the kids or something, right? That makes sense. It just didn't even occur to me that that's what was happening. I thought he was like somehow always a doppelganger or something. I don't know. I mean, I did not get that. I got that he's just distraught and shoots her and then shoots himself. That makes himself. more sense. That makes more sense. I just didn't think of it. And then it cuts to but them then, like... Wh- wh- I don't understand, though, because he just said, I just dropped the kids off at school. That's true. So why would he think, like, somehow I just dropped the kids off and then went to meet her and then she got the kids to the hill and then back to pick me up? What? what? This yeah, movie's I mean, strange. Th- I mean, it dude, that, make... yeah. that's what he thinks. He thinks that's I dropped I them understand. off and then mom picked them up and drove them out to the mountain and threw them into the pit. But even with the timing of it, it'd be like, that couldn't have happened in 15 minutes, right? Yeah. But again, like, it's, it's like, look, 
unfortunately, dad's just kind of a violent prone man, right? Like his answer is to jump to violence first. Again, I, I don't think that shooting your wife in the face before you even ask what happened is appropriate. Like, <laughs> how about how about like what happened? Right. Like, where, yep. why are why are our kids laying dead in this cave? Right. Yep. But he clearly he, his very first thought is you murdered them. <laughs> uh, you lured our kids up here and threw them in this pit. So he shoots her, shoots himself. And then we see them walk out of the cave. And now they've got the like, you know, Xanax look on their face. And they get back in the car and start to drive off slowly. But like the car is sort of like stuttering and like kind of like swerving on the road. As yeah, it's kind of like, like how the kid was driving when he was being taught how to drive. Yes. Oh, that's actually a callback. It was intentional. You're right. I think there was so. A, there, was, there was a scene earlier where they're teaching the kid how to drive. But like whether or not the kid is a demon, he's never driven before either way. So it makes sense that he can't drive a car well. Right. Right. But but these people. Like, in case for whatever reason you were unclear on the fact that they are now demons, they make it, they hammer it home by saying, look, the car, they can't even drive the car right, you know? And then it's basically like a, like a minute-long shot of this car slowly exiting frame, and then it, and then the movie ends. And it's like, ha-ha, they're, 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 here, here comes the devil. Yep. <laughs> I like the grim ending. Like, I like that, like, straight up, like, everyone gets fucking possessed by demons, and, you know, it, it's a fucked up ending, and... It, it it was it was atmospheric and those sequences the all the sequences with like the the lights and the floating and and the babysitter telling what happened like all of that was effective i thought it was an effective horror movie it just kind of is sort of like hey here's like here's a bunch of scary stuff right yeah, but i don't it's not think really... what their goal was or anything yeah i i, I think i agree I, I think it does it does like a lot of stuff like pulls from a lot of different horror subgenres of like haunted house movie art house movie uh possession movie uh psychosexual thriller movie and then like it does some of those scenes well but overall it feels like kind of disjointed yeah i think i mean yeah that's i think disjointed is the right word for it but like uh again it's it's a it's 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 good for a low budget indie film you know yeah. And again, it has it has kids dying, so applaud applaud it for like touchy subject matter, you know. Yeah, it has. Uh, but but negative points for uh, sibling incest. No, that those are extra <laughs> points, Chris. That's it's, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. What if you say so? <laughs> it, it, like again, it just feels like hey, the movie is missing a couple important scenes that would that would elevate it up into more of a, like an I loved this level, you know. Totally. Yeah, it's it's funny because it's like there there there's so many good artistic ideas in the moments. It's just like I wish there were a better script stringing the story together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like scenes were cut almost. I mean, yeah, either, yeah, either they were cut or you know they just didn't have time for it. But again, like you know, it's it's hard to know what a director's intentions are without talking to him, right? And like maybe he just wanted it to be vague, right? He just wanted to like shroud it in mystery. But uh, it sort of made me appreciate films like hole in the ground a little more as i was watching it you know i know mm. same yeah because <laughs> and you did not like that i was you both didn't like that when we watched it nope <laughs> yeah and i like look I, no. I i thought it was describing what you're supposed to do with the movies <laughs> <laughs> all right well look i i'm, I'm glad we i'm glad we saw this and andy if you're listening thank you for recommending it this was this this was it was definitely worth my time i do not like i'm glad i watched it right yeah 
that's that's all it comes down to is like we there have been movies where when it ended i was like i'm angry that i had to sit through this whereas this was like I, this is a movie i can easily recommend to people i don't it's not like top tier like it's not something i'm I'm going to be bringing up in conversation but if someone were like i'm looking for something obscure from mexico and i was thinking about watching tigers are not afraid i would be like no uh, you should yeah. watch your- <laughs> no, 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 no. you should watch here comes the devil right we all are in agreement yeah. about that Uh, We are the only three people who don't like. I don't understand. Like, I feel like every person on the internet, every person I've chatted with are like, Tigers are not afraid is like so fucking good. And I'm like, did did you watch it? Or you just, you just like the blood running up the wall. I might need to bring that up every episode just to make sure people know. (laughs) (laughs) This is your daily reminder that Tigers are not afraid is not good. (laughs) All right. So anything you want to say about this before we close out? No, I'm glad we talked about it. I mean, I, I do think talking through it made me like it less than I did. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I am so glad we watched it. Well, look, I mean, I, I think it sort of lives in the same vein as like all the Giallo shit that you love, Missy, where it's like, if you're just watching it to like experience, you know, slashers with black gloves in dark shadowy hallways on purple lights and shit, like the mood of it is good, right? Yeah. It's only when the movie is over and you're like, so wait, if the detective was actually his own stepbrother, then why would he blah, 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 <laughs> right? It, then when you think about it, it's like, it doesn't really make sense, you know? Yeah. Um, and this movie tries to get away with not making sense by waving its hand and saying, you know, supernatural shit. Like you can't explain supernatural shit, which doesn't bother me with Italian horror for some reason. Yeah. You're just very forgiven, forgiving of that, of that, uh, category. I am. Yeah. But again, it's not so much that the supernatural shit isn't explained in this movie. It's just that the human characters do not behave like humans all the time. Right. And they don't have the, and, and again, like. People, they're introducing characters like that cop again that cop just fucking disappears like there is there is no nothing happens to him like i feel like in a different movie he would show up at the house and the kids would attack him and kill him or something you know a hundred percent which is why this doesn't feel like as grim and like real like even remotely real world as like prisoners or something like you were talking about but anyway uh i still liked it and yes thank you andy I am excited for next week when we do The Devil's Candy. I have a, without even knowing anything about it, I feel like I'm going to like that more than this one. That's just my- You're going to, I'm positive you're going to like it. Ooh, okay. Well, that's, ooh. <laughs> All right. So, you know, as always, thank you to, to everyone for being fans of the show. We, you know, we do this for you guys. So you have a week, watch The Devil's Candy, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye. 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 Hey, thanks for listening to the episode. If you could uh, like, subscribe, and share this episode, that'd be great. If you want to share your feedback with us, we can be reached at podforsakenpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah!